peace of mind. Hi guys, welcome back to the To All The People podcast and other than my baby sister Summer with me. Maybe not baby sister, maybe just younger sister. Me and Summer really dive deep into trauma bonding and how we had to learn how to be sisters opposed to war buddies. I use the term war buddies because I oftentimes feel like it's very difficult for siblings to have a relationship with one another if they've experienced some type of hardship with one another. Most times you just spend time trying to survive and there really isn't much room for you to have fun or enjoy each other's company or to get to know each other. On today's episode, we dive really deep about how we've managed to build a relationship with one another. So if you're someone struggling to have a relationship with your siblings and you don't feel like it will ever happen, this episode is for you. Summer and I also highlight how we are not perfect people and we're still trying to navigate this new thing and how in hopes and in dreams and in wishes, we hope to expand this upon with other members in our family. Thank you so much for listening to the All The People podcast. I'm I'm so excited to have you all here. Hi guys, welcome back to the To All The People podcast. I have none other than my sister Summer with me. Hi. Are you excited? I am. Are you nervous? No. You're not? No, I'm excited. It's a good subject what we're talking about today. Do you know what we're talking about? Yes. What are we talking about? We're talking about trauma bonding. Yes. Which is a very serious but real but funny thing thing to talk about so yes 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 it's needed it's needed and the reason why i want to have this conversation with summer is because i felt like summer was probably the perfect person for me to have this conversation with because when i talk about our sisterhood and our relationship i always say that i felt like we were war buddies more mm-hmm. than we were siblings and, and i always love that word the war buddies right yeah. um and i just always think about how like we both probably have like ptsd just from like our upbringing and i think it was really hard for us to learn how to like each other despite all of the struggles that we went through as kids the homelessness um the inconsistency moving schools all the time the the age differences and the things we went through and the things that we went through so i want to talk about the period that you probably did not like me that much i don't think i ever just did not not like you no i didn't just not like you i think there was a period where we had to learn how to have a relationship without someone else getting in the way of it because i didn't know that we were having problems until someone said that we were having problems right and i feel like they kind of took our relationship and spend it into something it wasn't if that makes sense and i feel Mm -hmm. like sometimes we don't talk enough about how parents can actually be damaging towards relationships with siblings and sisters especially when you pin them up as rivals and you pin them against each other and say that this one should be doing this thing and the other one you need to be more like that and i feel Mm -hmm. like growing up you heard a lot of like you need to be more like janelle Mm -hmm. like you need to do what janelle is doing very true and i felt like i was the oldest daughter so i got a lot of that and then you were the youngest and you also got a lot of that too like i feel like you got the head i got the tell you know or you got the head she got the belly and you got to tell yeah yeah and and we are weird two things that are keeping that thing connected right you know one thing that i think is very interesting is that you and i both have like similar like wounds Mm -hmm. like your left hip is fucked up and mine is fucked up yeah and yours is on your left side mine is on my left side so we were in a car accident and this is a, this so my my the one that i got was years later so i've been in t- 
two car accidents yeah so this is the one that we had in atlanta when mom mm-hmm. moved us to atlanta but and i was like 10 yeah and we got it was raining this day and we were driving from dallas mm-hmm. to atlanta and mm-hmm. so it was raining really bad and i remember waking up in the back seat and i was like i had a dream that we crashed the car but my mom was like go back to sleep she was like you're you know overreacting or you had a dream you didn't know wow like every time yet no i did not know that mom yeah i was literally like mom i had a dream and then she was like go to sleep but every time we talk about it she's always like yeah she had a dream and i did i told her go back to sleep be tripping you know and then um not even what like three hours later we got into an accident and i was actually still asleep when the car Mm-hmm. It hit a tree. We hydroplaned and we hit a tree. And yeah, I always think about the order that mom pulled us out of the car. Yeah, that's what always fucks me up a little bit. You want to talk about it a little bit? I just remember when I remember when mom pulled you out of the car. I just remember hearing your screams. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a scream I had never heard before. Mm-hmm. And like I still think about like the way you were screaming. Yeah. And I think about how like Maja was just saying, like, I'm I'm just wet on the inside because she had right. internal bleedings. Right. And I think about you just screaming and mm-hmm. it was raining. Because for me it was like I just woke up and Yeah. And it was you but know it was so it was, it just scared me right out of my sleep it did and it was like it was so dramatic because it sounds yeah. like that it sounds i feel like a lot of the stuff we've gone through sound like something out of a movie but yeah. these are actually things that have happened and i always think about the order that mom pulled us out of the car mm-hmm. mom she got Maja. she got Maja first yeah came and she grabbed me and she grabbed you and you know yeah. what she was saying to me get out the car janelle get out the car wow and i couldn't get out the car because the car had went into the tree so when Mm -hmm. i opened the door the window just completely broke and Mm -hmm. i couldn't get out i was trapped so mom Mm -hmm. was expecting me to get out on my own and that like had been the course what i felt like of my childhood my entire life was mom constantly expecting me to be okay Mm -hmm. to constantly perform and be okay i can see that yeah and I feel like for you, you know, you didn't ever challenge mom. Yeah. Like ever. Like you were just so respectful. And I mm-hmm. always felt like you were living in two different worlds. Yeah. You feel that way? Yeah. The two di- different dynamics. Can you el- sure. can you elaborate on that? Um, so you're the um, oldest child on mom's side and then I'm the youngest. But then when I go to my dad's house, so mm-hmm. I would see him very frequently. So at his house i was the oldest mm-hmm. so battling or jumping back and forth from each house i was a rule breaker on one and then i was submissive on the other you know yeah or, how are the two dynamics different you would say like what made mom's household different than your dad's household so my dad had more of stability mm-hmm. and then going from stability to a little bit of instability was confusing confusing and very different over here it's like i'm eating and mm-hmm. having a good time we're waking up in the morning you know just doing what we do as kids and then at my mom's it's you know what's gonna happen what's tomorrow. gonna happen yeah we so it was it was different and you had to you had to learn how to be like you had to learn how to be someone else for your dad and someone else for your mom. And I always talk about how like we were forced to have like split personalities. Yeah, you had three. 
and I never gave much thought to that. <laughs> no, you, I know that sounds crazy, but you had three, mm-hmm. and I had two. I had one at home with mom, mm-hmm. and I had to go to school with yeah. all those rich kids. Mm-hmm. We both did, mm-hmm. all of me, and, and we yours had to act was like we were okay because kind of how we were saying before like i had an escape you know yeah and you were never really able to leave like i could go to my dad's on the weekend or whatever mm-hmm. but i had you to be were there always with mom. there yeah but i also feel like you know when i was a kid girl when we were kids growing up like i talked about i've talked to you about this openly where like i wasn't jealous of you at all mm-hmm. i envied your escape Mm -hmm. but as i'm older now i see now how that probably had a lot of like damaging effects almost more than not having one Mm -hmm. because i saw things just as it was and Mm -hmm. i think the reason why you have done so well with your your young life like you have your own apartment Mm -hmm. you know you pay your own bills like you have like this hustle like this mentality about Mm -hmm. you and i think the reason why you have that is because you saw something different Mm -hmm. and i think the first time i saw something different was when i moved to to dc Mm -hmm. and i was with joy in them and i was like Mm -hmm. dang they got a big ass house and i was like it's the same for you because since i've known from you turning 17 really and knowing what college you wanted to go to you've Mm -hmm. been very much so independent Mm -hmm. and doing a thing on Mm -hmm. your own Mm -hmm. girl Mm mm-hmm yeah it's really crazy when i think about it and like going back to like the trauma aspect i think you and i had to learn how to like each other Mm -hmm. i feel like siblings who go through shit all the time i feel like we kind of like don't like each other because we Mm -hmm. kind of are reminded of what we're going through in that current place if you know what that mean Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes when we're when you're always on go and you're always on survival mode you don't Mm -hmm. have time to get to know each other right and you had made a comment what was the comment that you made you made a comment and you said we were like strangers all living in the same home yeah can you like talk more about that so we would have like these apartments you know we would we would jump from apartment <laughs> it would be a little ass yes, apartment and it would be like a little apartment like one room we all and no furniture at <laughs> all like no furniture you sleep on Maybe hard like floors a yeah remember the times i had to sleep on hard floors yeah <laughs> i was like can't get no carpet in here <laughs> can we please get some carpet Cause, in this yes because we started upgrading because we was moving from you know we worked our way up a little bit so mm-hmm. each apartment we would go to would, but I feel like y'all started working all the way, way up when I moved to college. Oh. So I didn't get the benefit of that. But go on, I'm listening. Go on, but I'm yeah, listening. but as you work your way up, carpet is not instilled in them carpet. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the floors. So, oh, I was like, why yeah. does it sound like that? But yeah, as you work your way up, carpets are not instilled in the floors. So we would have a small, like we would have an apartment, but we all like would be in the same room, but mm-hmm. we would all be in different corners of the room. So... Mm-hmm. Janelle would be writing, you know, she's been writing since she was younger. And so I would be in my own world and mm-hmm. Maja would be in hers and mom would be doing, you know, she would be in her own world. So we never had the time to really be open to one another or share emotions. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get the chance to really be siblings, you know, because mm-hmm. our time was our time. Our time was our time. And then. Yeah. But also, our moods were controlled by the one person in that house, mm. who was oftentimes moody. So we never, we were always often robbed of our own unique emotions, which made us hard to feel anything at all. And that's like what I think about all the time is how we were robbed of our feelings mm-hmm. and we weren't allowed to feel. Mm-hmm. Because growing up in an environment like that, 
you know, someone who is like that will tell you over and over and over again that what they're experiencing right now is far more worse than what you're going through. Considering mm-hmm. the fact that you, we are in a predominantly white school, the one of the richest high schools in America. Mm-hmm. And, and also, you were the oldest, so it also made it to where a lot of stress could fall on you, you know? Yeah. Because you had to look out, and so I saw you more of like a mother figure than a sister sister. and that's where it was and it was that authority so that definitely was like how our relationship bended a little yes because it was certain ways we couldn't just be sisters yeah but i don't think i was trying to be motherly because like i was trying to be bossy Mm -hmm. i felt like sometimes i didn't have a choice that's what i was gonna say but sometimes it was just you (laughs) remember how remember how mom like we, she had got that stick shift car and she was just yes. like she gave me a t- two-hour lesson and was like you had to go pick up your sisters and oh i didn't have a gosh. license i was like Y'all, 15 I remember the first day i was driving at like 14 yes. 15 years old picking up my sisters from school she with taught no license. Her, she literally taught her for like two hours and then went we went in the house they went to sleep and the next morning it was time for her to take us and my mom was already going y'all she was already out the door I had to drop mom off yeah. last. And she was like, go, you got this. And I was like, I don't know if I do. Did I tell you I stalled out no, in the middle of the road? No, but I was going to say we were in the middle of the road. And uh, after I, dropped I don't office, remember her being there. She wasn't there. And I remember you just like, I was like, don't your panic. Eyes and you breathe. And I was like, oh my God. Like, what if someone hits it? Like, we were literally it stalled was, out on Plano Parkway in the middle of the road. I'm not even no kidding. And she had no license, y'all. And so I had no license. And I we was, got pulled and over. And you had me in the car. We did get pulled over one time with a cop. And you were like... 15 and i had to put on that tokenized black girl and i was like yes. sorry i just got a new car like i'm so sorry mom i'm just on my way to my and mom's I was house like maybe 12 didn't he ask me if my dad played for the dallas cowboys i think he and did. i said yeah he does and he was like which one <laughs> who did, i can't remember who i said he didn't even look at my id like it was just no. like one of those things and that could also go back to light skin privilege too and just being tokenized and looking a certain type of way but there was a lot of story. Remember how like I used to befriend people just so like, y'all. I was oh, a little yeah. finesse. I was too. I was like, I'm gonna come to your house and eat up your food. You should tell them about our <laughs> our um, hotel route from school, like when we lived in a hotel. Oh my god! So we <laughs> literally it was like Denny's right next to the hotel, mm-hmm. and we would go there sometimes and we would go from there and it would be a bus stop like mm-hmm. right across from the Denny's and we would go to the bus stop and Janelle would have to like walk with me and make sure that I'm and going it was, and the it right was like route. right after you had your fixator so you couldn't even really walk yeah. that well I remember yeah. you, you, you were getting bullied really bad because of that oh yeah because I was this was when I was 10 so you so, have bullying homelessness living yeah. in three different alternate realities yeah they were calling me granny I was in like fifth grade <laughs> Because I had this fixator. I don't mean to laugh. God damn. <laughs> Bro, they were calling it. leg on my... But look, I used to be, you know, the main squeeze at that school. And Wait, then I'm not... Cr- they I'm not, turned on me. I'm not trying to laugh. I remember one time you did... You did... I remember one time I think I did pick you up and you were like, they calling me granny at school and stuff. That was like... I'm not even trying to be funny, but I'm like, oh you. my gosh. Like, I remember that summer. And literally... um yeah i had like a walker and my dad put tennis balls on it 
so it really looked like the guy from up you know and so like i would just be scooting you know on it eventually he gave me a cane which made it a little bit worse like and then you used to wear that thing on your head because you didn't want to be seen do you think that goes back to like the conversations we've had because you made a comment to me before and you was like i just hate that we weren't raised being confident yes what does confidence look like for you so the way that we were raised basically we had to be you know small so confidence to me is like being able to stand out you know being able to be the main character you're the main character in the room everywhere you go and for us with everything we were going through we didn't want to be seen because you don't want people looking at you like you know and cps getting called yeah cps and so we definitely wanted to be in the room but don't acknowledge that i'm here facts and and i'm not trying to hype us but we are very hard to not see exactly like and that's not that's not even trying to be arrogant that's not trying Mm -hmm. to be shady but like one thing i will say is like when we're together it's also our auras though like yeah 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 i know that sounds crazy but like when me you maja and mom when we're all together there's like an energy there Mm -hmm. and that's like why sometimes i wish that we were closer and we had a all of us had a really good relationship because the outside image is crazy like the energy is not the inside is not and that's why i think like it's hard for us to have like the kind of relationships that we want because we weren't allowed to fully be ourselves like even mm-hmm. on my podcast sometimes i get so nervous talking about some of the experiences that i've had or the things that i've gone through in mm-hmm. in sadness or in fear that mom will be upset or mom will feel some type of way but these are things that have happened and mm-hmm. i've always said over and over again like when i talk to luke like the way that i'm feeling and the things that i'm going through you know they are true they're the way that i feel is true because i'm able to talk to you even about your own experiences and even the conversations i have with our other sister when i talk to her like we all know what it feels like Mm -hmm. to not be loved properly Mm -hmm. we all know what it feels like for someone to put us down we all know what it feels like to have felt what it felt like to survive and i wish that we could come together like on this common agreement but i think because we've been we've we've had such extreme ptsd Mm -hmm. that sometimes it's very hard for us to acknowledge the patterns not saying that you Mm -hmm. are that way because i feel like you are like literally breaking generational things off of your life Mm -hmm. very much so and i feel like it's the same for you as well do you feel like you're more confident now i feel like i'm getting my confidence i feel that too i feel that for myself too i don't feel like i'm like 100 percent there yet but when i get there it's over for it's you, over for you. Yeah. It's over for but, you. But yeah, it's still coming together. So it's a work of art. I want to talk about the one time when I really, because when I think about you as a kid and think about how you are, you were so respectful. You never had any issues. You were so to yourself. You were just such a sweetheart. You were such a good girl. Everybody, every time people, literally, I can't go anywhere and people are like, where's summer? Where's summer? Where's summer? Because like my friends love you just as much as they love me, mm-hmm. almost more. Luke loves you. Like if you don't answer the phone, you already know Luke's going to blow you up. You know, I really like the person that you've chosen to be with. I love your boyfriend a lot. Oh, I think he's I just, an, I love love how he treats you like Mm -hmm. you know it's the way that he looks at you it's the way that he cares about you but i want to talk about the time that you imploded and you were just like i'm leaving i'm done Mm -hmm. do you want to get into it you don't have to if you don't want to it was the intensity for me like it was just so much going on in the house to where you ended up 
Yeah, I was like, fuck this shit. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all you, wrote a note. <laughs> you wrote a letter? I wrote a note. Yeah, I said, I'm gonna get emancipated. <laughs> you That's it. That you said, it. I'm getting emancipated? <laughs> so, long story short, <laughs> can I just say that? Say yeah. it? You say it. No, you can say it. No, you say it. <laughs> no, you have to say it. So, I ran away from home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like funny now, but at the time it was not funny. Right, right. And <laughs> and it was like Janelle just had came from college, but I had but I broke my hip, yeah. And so I was at home dealing with. He would walk me to work because I was working at a daycare when I should have been on bed rest. I really should have been on bed rest. Yeah. We were walking to I was we were walking to my job at the daycare and Summer would walk me to my daycare and then she would go and to at Kroger. At this point, she was really trying to get better, y'all. She was no, like, because I was like, I can't be in yeah. this. If I stay here, I'm gonna stay here. I'm not gonna leave. Mm-hmm. And I remember we would be walking. I'd be like, Summer, you better go to college. Like you're gonna get out of this. Oh, like yeah. you're gonna escape. <laughs> and then Summer was like, Nope, I'm escaping right now. And she left. Yeah. I was gone, y'all. What was it that pushed you to that point, you think? I think it was everything. It was just like, um, of course, on me and mom's emotional levels. And Mm -hmm. then I also was like, I didn't feel emotionally connected to you guys. Like you and Maja, you know, as close as we are now. And so... You always did. Used I, to say like that. I said, I always saw you kind of as like a mother figure too, because I always had to abide by any rule you made. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but you, I, I respect it. So, I get it. Um, I always felt like I wasn't able to really talk or express yourself, express myself. So it was like, oh well, see y'all later. Do you see me as your sister now, though? Yeah, for sure. You don't see me as a like because we're we're so much older now. Not mm-hmm. so much older, but we're older you know and we have fun together you know we've created our own type of relationship i feel like so and i think when we took our trip to soho that was a bougie fun trip yeah and i think that's when we was like dang i really like her Mm -hmm. like it's just also like we were able to that was our first time like actually being together after like years yes years like i hadn't actually done nothing or been around you one-on-one so it was really crazy i was really happy when he moved back from atlanta because i feel like it gave us time and freedom to build a new relationship Mm -hmm. and i feel like we just get on so well and we have a good time together like you know i love going places with you like i like taking you along with me on adventures Mm -hmm. and vice versa but Mm -hmm. i feel like when we went to new york it was like the first time where it's just like wow like we get to actually be sisters Mm -hmm. Cause like and actually be seen and actually be seen. Like yeah. I used to get so envy. I get en- envious sometimes when I see sisters online, and like mm-hmm. I'm just happy that we're finally at a point now where we can just have fun mm-hmm. and just be each other, and we can laugh about some of the things now. Mm-hmm. Like I love like our little like you know sessions yeah. where we just be talking about some of the stuff that happened, and it's like we get to laugh now. Yes, and I'm lo- like I'm loving the fact that we're the way we've learned each other and the new bond it's hitting different yeah it's hitting different i feel like if if i say something that bothers you you can say it now to Mm -hmm. me and it's like really important that you see me as like your sister and not like Mm -hmm. as your mother Mm -hmm. and like i'm happy that we're like at a point now where it isn't like you have to like see me as that but i do still Mm -hmm. want you you know as your big sister like you know if you have what you do like if you have Mm -hmm. questions or anything you like ask me about it and stuff too but it's just i like it though because it's like we're creating our own relationship 
yeah that like we've never had before so that little mystery part is actually fun like i'm like oh janelle kind of you know or janelle kind of what because no. you be thinking you used to think i was uptight didn't you no you know yeah. i'm a little lit yeah yes yeah, so you be getting lit so <laughs> when you're discovering those new things it's just how you could be like oh summer kind of be getting stubborn you know like yeah, when yeah, you yeah, just yeah, learn yeah, little yeah, things yeah. and it's funny you know i think that's what caused a lot of division in our relationship is mm -hmm. someone in our house not having control over their own yeah. emotions and pinning pinning sisters up against and each other do the same with each other yep yeah with the whole trauma bond and stuff and us like being sisters i'm just happy that we're at a point now where we can love on each other and be there with e be there for each other without mm -hmm. like an entity or a force telling us that we can't do that yeah because now we can just get to have fun and can i don't know why it was like because i was like nodding where i was like but we can like they, like, like they can see you on the thing right but it feels a lot better like knowing that we're able to not have you know yeah, so I have this game called Where Should We Begin? And it's a game of stories by Esther Perel. And I want to ask you a couple questions. And you can ask me them, vice versa. And okay. it's going to be fun. Okay. You ready for it? Yeah. I'm going to start with five. Okay. Hi, guys. I know it's a random little break in the middle of this video. You're probably enjoying it. You're probably liking it. But before we continue, I want to remind you that I have an upcoming event with Adele Social called A World Without Borders. You guys are always asking me questions about how to break free from generational cycles of abuse and, and how to step into your calling. Well, I'm here to teach you a seminar on how to do that. The seminars are very, very intense, incredibly in-depth with pictures and videos where I'm talking directly to you to the camera. You also have 90 day of full access with A World Without Borders and there are other amazing content creators. Think about a masterclass but for creativity. The link can be found in my bio. Be sure to like and subscribe and follow our podcast on Spotify, Apple, and social media. Thank you and let's get back to the episode with Summer. So here's a deck of cards and mm -hmm. I'm going to pick the first one. I'm going to ask you a question and it's just a random question. I don't even know what it is and you just have to answer it. You ready? Yeah. Question one. Lately, I've been getting better at self-discovery. Ooh. In what way? Um, just learning different things about myself that I never knew like hidden talents hidden things gems whatever that's yeah. so cool i like that for and then you. learning to love like all of you yeah like, self-love very much like so. oh i'm that girl yeah period sure. point blank i got for you sure. um in my reoccurring dream i am the dream that i have all the time mm -hmm. like the bat my reoccurring dream is a nightmare do you want me to tell you what it is yeah I have this dream where I'm in the backseat of a car and do you, do you yeah. have this dream too? No, you Stop. told me. Okay, well, I have this dream where I'm in the backseat of the car and the car is going 100 miles an hour and mm -hmm. then the driver just, I don't want to say who the driver is, but the driver just passes out and like I'm trying to wake them up and they won't wake up and we're on the verge of crashing and I try to reach over and grab the wheel, but the seat is blocking me. Wow. It definitely has some symbolism there. How many times have you had this dream? Mm, sometimes I have sleep paralysis really bad, but I've mm -hmm. had the dream probably maybe like 40 times in this lifetime. Wow. You have sleep paralysis too, don't you? Yeah. I don't have it anymore. Now that I've like kind of gotten more woosah. <laughs> Do you have sleep yeah, paralysis? Yeah, I have it. Um, 
it's not really as bad like it's not where demons on top of me it's just literally like my <laughs> you wake can't up and move. have anxiety yeah like or sometimes i just my brain just wakes up before my body and i'm like damn i gotta go back to sleep, sleep. yes same same, <laughs> so same it's not really but that they say that's the segue into lucid dreaming yeah but i don't really know if i want to i don't know if i want to go that there. deep because yeah, i've seen i can get to the hallway but and what is that movie called kind of weird what is that <laughs> you've gone up and walked around i can go like i can go to the doorway but i'm not like the rest is like black and i'm like nah I always it's think of that dark. movie Inception with that little boy oh. when he was lucid dreaming, could walk around and insidious. he walked away to insidious. insidious. When he walked away from his body and that demon came. Yeah. I can't leave my body. That's what I'm scared of too. I'm like, mm. I can't leave my body. I can hear and see everything, but I can't leave. Because something else can go in. <laughs> it's like <laughs> My latest my latest crush is what's your latest crush? I don't have a crush. You got a whole boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. And he ain't the crush? I mean, sometimes I get a girl. I guess once you got him, is it really a crush anymore? Yeah, mm-hmm. still a crush. Nah, because it's just like what, if, I'm what not would you call that? You. Like we live together. Like I'm tired of you. If anything, I feel <laughs> no, that. I'm kidding. I feel that. But do you like the bangs? Yeah, I love them. They're cute. Yeah, and it says no one understands my relationship to Luke. I feel like no one does really i feel like you do you don't think anyone understands it i don't know maybe i'm wrong like i feel like my friends and stuff definitely understand it like i think tiktok podcasts understand it but you know with the whole interracial thing it's kind of Mm -hmm. always like you're not black enough or you don't love being black how are you allowed to talk about black things blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. and it's just like i go where i'm loved Mm -hmm. and if a if he chooses to love me that's fine if a black man chose to love me that's fine but luke right. was the one that just came along first right. and that's who i'm with okay so more so that i guess i feel that i do does that make sense yeah, i can't explain it i don't know dynamic of yeah i was like talking to someone one day and i was like my life is like almost 10 times more elevated because no i don't want to say elevated race is always a part of being like a black person in general or BIPOC but it almost feels 10 times more intense mm-hmm. when I'm with someone that's white because mm. when I'm in white spaces it's there and then when I'm in black spaces it's there but really and truly oddly enough black people are always the most welcoming mm. like literally and yeah. also the fact that Luke's like really friendly and non-problematic and can blend like he's not he's not like an awkward he's not awkward at all yeah he's annoying you know <laughs> something my best friends know about me that no one else does does Lanesha know more about you than me um she probably knows more stuff you've done than me yeah i don't think nobody really knows me you know you're mysterious yeah i feel like people know what i do or like i'll tell them funny stories or like oh i just did this but nobody really like you know Mm. so i don't know oh this is your sorry (laughs) no you're fine the book i recommend most often oh there's a lot 13 things mentally strong people don't do by amy moore and that is the number one book that i recommend above any and all what's good about it 
it's just what i like about it is it like 13 things mentally strong people don't do and like every chapter is just so good like the first chapter is like they don't dwell on the past and it's just like fuck i dwell on the, the fucking past because right. i can't run away from it <laughs> and the second one these are out of order by the way is they don't compare themselves to other people and then it expands upon on this chapter and it talks about how a lot of the things that we do correlates with our upbringing traumatic experiences self-discovery mm-hmm. like the reason that we are who we are in life right now is because there's something that probably have, has happened in our inner child that we mm-hmm. don't remember or something that we've suppressed so it talks it kind of highlights how like a lot of like our shortcomings and our sadness and our adulthood results from unresolved issues in our childhood yeah that was a good explanation That's really, that is a really good explanation <laughs> that sounds really good the celebrity i'd want to play me the celebrity you would want to play you in a movie Ooh, mm. i like that one <gasps> Who are you gonna say? No go. No, you say no, it. No go, go, go. I'm gonna let you say yours first, and I'm gonna say mine. Oh, um, maybe. I'm probably Willow. Bro, that's literally what I was gonna say. Willow Smith. <laughs> Honestly. Pretty girls, <laughs> bro. Because you literally look like you could be in that family. The Smiths. You could be sitting at the red table, talked with Willow, saying, "Hmm." I feel, feel that. that. Yeah, I feel <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I love Willow. She's so in-depth. Okay, your turn. For dude. This oh. one's fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The last promise that you broke was... I was supposed to send this girl a book. <laughs> but she lived in the UK. And for me to ship it, it was like $50. So, if anything, I could just maybe credit her on Amazon, like, pay for the book from Amazon and have it sent to her. Maybe that's what I should do. Mm. But I don't know. It's hard sometimes. Are you scamming, bro? I look... She didn't pay for it, (laughs) hell. But sometimes I just be feeling like... I get so many messages coming in that I will say I will do something and then I'll just miss it and forget it all together. Mm-hmm. That's like why like I might start having people edit my podcast and edit my YouTube. That way I can be more consistent mm-hmm. and then that way I can focus on other things. Because when I move into my, you know, I ain't gonna say it on here. Right. I do want to have like a, like a like a executive assistant there to help me just run a lot of different things. Because mm-hmm. eventually I want to start selling merch, which is dope. What she's about to do you believe in it i hope i get approved girl i don't know the last time i did something generous for someone Ooh, right now you came to be on the tall people podcast but yeah this is the last i feel like you're very generous yeah i actually just gave a friend a ride actually (laughs) (laughs) is that why you were late a little bit i can't with you okay your turn oh my bad you are really generous though you've always been giving I didn't know but, you were so crazy until I talked to your boyfriend. He right. told me some of the stuff. Hey, like, girl, what? He act like I'm mm-hmm. Lucifer. <laughs> but the last time I felt like an imposter. Um, that's the deep ass question. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you know what imposter syndrome is? <laughs> no, but I've seen you post about it. So imposter syndrome is when you have feelings and beliefs that what you are currently doing right now is not good enough. Mm. So you constantly are on like this like hamster wheel where you have this belief system that you aren't enough. You're an imposter in your reality. You're an imposter in your dreams. Like right now, like in my apartment, I could be living this type of life and I can feel like I'm an imposter. So it's this feeling Mm. that it's never mine because I don't deserve it. And that just goes from self-pity. That goes from 
trauma that grows from being in a narcissistic household. Those are, it, it can be rooted in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. The last time I probably feel like an imposter probably was probably two days ago. I think mm-hmm. like whenever my period rolls around, my feelings are way, way more elevated. Enhanced. Enhanced. So mm-hmm. like I just started crying and like I just kept feeling like because like on here i'd be very i'm very vulnerable on the podcast like i'll straight say how i felt but sometimes i do have feelings where i do feel like what i'm doing is not enough mm-hmm. or in this feeling and of, you just came back from canada so canada was hard for me it was i had an amazing time mm-hmm. but it was hard for me i'm not gonna lie canada was hard for me because i kept feeling like um when i was in canada i kept feeling when i was in canada it was i had a really good time but I just kept having a hard time relaxing. Like, it was just Mm -hmm. like, I should be working. I'm wasting my time. Like, relaxing is very hard for me. Mm. Because when I'm relaxing, I don't think that's, like, like fair. You not doing enough. That's always what it is for me. Mm -hmm. And then I get in this mindset where I'm like, well, I'm being ungrateful. I live in a nice apartment. I have a nice car. Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate to have air in my lungs and stuff. But it's just really just learning to find happiness. Not happiness, joy. Because happiness is a short thing and joy is a long-term thing. So I'm working towards finding joy. That was a lot. That's good. I'm sorry. That was a lot. No, that was good. This is a really good one because I consider you to be a dreamer. Really? Yes. You're so talented. Like, you're really, you're musically gifted. If y'all don't know this about Summer, Summer is incredibly musically gifted. Summer can dance. She can, girl, don't be sitting over here lying. You know I cannot dance. You know I can sing. Can't sing. But you're gifted in your own way, though. I think I'm a good storyteller. Yeah. I think I'm a good writer. You're a good actress. I do know how to act. Yes. Just cast me. Impersonations and... Miss Swan. Mm-hmm. No, but you're good. You're really good at singing and dancing too. Okay, and you're really fucking smart. Like, Me too. I didn't know you were so good at math. It's actually, I was like, what? Hold on, <laughs> she can get this gene from the Roberts because she was got that from her daddy's side. But anyway, <laughs> if I wasn't working as what I'm working right now, I would be what? Hmm, an entrepreneur. Honestly, I've Doing honestly what, come selling like having my own business selling my own products i don't know exactly what that's what i'm still kind of trying to figure out but probably have a clothing line or just selling my own bags or just something fire like that yeah or interior design Mm -hmm. real estate Mm -hmm. how are you feeling i feel good you i feel good do you have any... Do you want me to ask your last question? No. Your last deep question? No, we're good. I'm trying to get... I'm glad that I came on here, though. I'm glad you came on here, too. And I want you to start posting, like, your hair tutorials and your makeup tutorials on TikTok. Mm. That's what you, you really should do it because you're so good at it. Like, you braiding your hair and, mm-hmm. like, just make it less than 15 seconds. Right. Viral. All right. Well, I love you, Summer. Love you too. Thanks for coming on to all the people podcast. No problem. It was nice talking with you guys. Chatting you gonna come back y'all. on soon? It won't Maybe. be as heavy as a conversation. It'll be something fun. Probably, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you guys.